Behind the Front Desk is sponsored by our good friends at Phaser Marketing. To put it simply, they are a digital marketing team for excavation companies. They work hand-in-hand with these companies to take over their web design, graphic design, social media management, and so much more. They strive to improve the image of the dirt world and all the great hard-working people within it. If you know somebody that wants to take construction business online, have them check out our website at phasermarketing.com. That's P-H-A-S-E-R marketing.com and take your business to the next level. Um, welcome back to Behind the Front Desk with Ding, Z-Man, Reno. Uh, we've been talking for about an hour before we finally got started, so now we're over here. It is what it is. What about these NFL playoffs? Man, it's been crazy. Great week. You know what my dad said to me? He turned to me after the end of the Bills game. He goes, this has to have been probably the best weekend of football I've ever seen. I'm like, you really think that? He goes, he goes, man, I've seen pretty a lot of NFL. He goes, very few weekends would compare to this. And Monday morning, I probably saw 45, 50 tweets where it's like, is this the greatest weekend of NFL playoffs ever? Like, I saw that so many times. And I, I, for me, it was probably the best collection of games I've seen in the NFL playoffs. Now, did I enjoy any of the results? No. But the games yeah. were awesome. De- definitely not the best for me because Tom's out. So, Mr. Yeah. Thomas, Tom's Thomas Patrick, Edward. Brady, but um, he's got four first names, so I think I messed one of them up. But no, you got it, you got it. Oh, okay, but yeah, he's out, so it sucked. Yeah, yep. Especially how they came back. No, I was, I was so excited. Like, Grace even got in the game too. Like when they, when they got one of those late touchdowns, get to like twenty-seven to twenty. You know, we both jumped up, (laughs) and then they got then uh uh. Cam Akers, yeah, Cam Akers fumbled the second time, and I jumped up again. Like, dude, I was so hyped. I was so hyped at that moment too. As soon as I'm like watching intently, and as soon as the ball hit the, I stood up. I'm like, he fumbled. I'm screaming. I'm I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, fumble. (laughs) Yep. Oh, and then they, so dri- then they drive down and they friggin' score and tie up the game. And I freaking flew out of my chair again. And then yeah. Stafford just throws an 80 yard yeah. bomb to get down to the 10 yard line. And then I was just mm-hmm. sunken into my chair. Just yep. I sat there. I sat there just pissed. I was angry. I just sat there like just angry. Couldn't there, my my dad's trying to talk to me. I'm like just sat there. It's like I'm not talking to you. I'm angry now. Like, I they should not have lost that game. And surprisingly enough, like usually I pretty much shut down pretty severely when Tom loses, but this time I didn't as much just because if it would have stayed and they would have lost twenty seven to six, I would have oh. been like I would have been fired up. But since yeah. they made a comeback and actually made it super exciting, it was it honestly was still the right outcome. The the Bucks did not deserve to win that game. No. Because no. even the Bucks didn't even play that good even to come back. It was just because the Rams kept fumbling. 
And when yeah. they got that fumble this, off of Tom and then the Rams yeah. set up the very next play and the center snaps it 40 yards backwards. It's like, yeah, these Rams are trying to blow the game. Yeah. They're right definitely trying to lose this game. I just no, can't even believe I, it. I mean, I agree with you when I, so what was, I was doing something and I like caught, got in and I like looked at the Twitter and it's like 20 to six. And I was like, Ooh. And then I'm like listening to it. And of course the Rams scores so was like 27 to six or something. It's like, mm, this isn't good. Sat down and like the first drive, they didn't do well, do well. And then it's like, here they score. I'm like, okay, well, if, if something happens, and then it's like the first fumble. It's like, oh no! It's like get out of here. It's not gonna happen. And then the second one, it's like, nah. It's like, don't tell me he's gonna do it. And as soon as they got got ahead, it's like, oh my god, Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, the, the only reason why I was like kind of mad really is because my prediction didn't work. Because I was like, even when at halftime, as soon as that right before halftime, and Cam Akers fumbled for his first time, I was like, that's it. I was like, we're coming back. They, they could have finished the game right there. They didn't, and we're coming back, and we're going to get it close, and Stafford's going to blow the game, and the Bucks are going to win. Mm-hmm. That's and what it, I got, it got exactly to the point where it was a, my prediction was about to be dead on, and Stafford just freaking mm-hmm. gunned, gunned down my prediction with yep. an amazing throw. And yeah, that was the only reason why I was mad, because I texted my dad that. Like, I was texting people. I was like, you know, we're good. And then – uh it fell apart mm-hmm. in, the, in the final second. Yeah. So that was a bummer. But otherwise, I mean, fantastic uh, weekend football games. But I am – I'm kind of torn on who I want to root for. But I honestly think I'm rooting for the 49ers now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> hey. hey, for me, for me, it's – a how they how they won against the Packers. For yeah. me, it was just it was just they should not have won that game. They they played terrible. The Packers played pretty well despite the fact they hadn't scored a lot. And it's like you guys should be up by a touchdown if not two. Like you guys aren't winning this game. And then all of a sudden, you know the black punt happened. Oh, the Forty Nine so good, off. so good. And then it's like. You could just see it on on the field. They're like, oh, the 49ers have the momentum. They're going to win this game. And like, Robbie Gold just – Just right down the middle, yeah. He's never missed in the playoffs. He's money. You see him during the – like all the videos that have came out about him now, like pregame and stuff, like when he was kicking between – Between the, the cheerleaders. Yeah, yep. between the cheerleaders and then while the Packers were getting introduced. And <laughs> yeah. You don't care. Uh, so cool. You don't care. And also, I'm just rooting for the 49ers because everybody – because Jimmy G's on his way out, basically, unless he wins the Super Bowl. And I still mm-hmm. don't even know why. I don't think they'll even keep him, even if he wins the Super Bowl, probably. But that's just kind of why I'm rooting for him, too, just because I want to see him mess up the 49ers' plans and just – because he's the Jimmy biggest G- underdog right G- now. So Yeah, Jimmy G ain't a bad player. It just – they ex- again. Everyone's win. expecting. Yeah, they, everyone's <laughs> expecting to put up Aaron Rodgers numbers uh, and win. It's like, well, I'd rather have him. It's like I'd rather have him win than put up Aaron Rodgers numbers. He can put up 
mediocre numbers, but if he wins you the game, be happy with it. It doesn't matter. I mean, you he know, did basically as much as Aaron Rodgers did in the playoff game. So. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my dad's like, well, he's not that good. I'm like, but you have to realize he made the three biggest throws of the entire game. He threw three great passes to win. Like he threw the most important passes that needed to be made. He made those. Aaron Rodgers didn't. He did. In the final minutes like, of the game. That's that's what it's about. Sure. Yep. Like, which is kind of surprising. But, but but that, yeah, that Bills game though, that was, that was probably the best game of the entire weekend. Which oh, is saying something when you have playoff game of all time. four games all go to the wire. Oh, it was awesome! Yeah, it was awesome game. Didn't go the yeah. way I wanted it, but what can you do? That was one of like the most fun games I've ever watched because I truthfully didn't care who won. Like, I don't really like the Chiefs, but I was also kind of like, it's kind of cool to see the Chiefs still do good because I do like Andy Reid, but... Yeah. So, it was one of those games where I could just really enjoy what kind of show they were putting on and not be, like, rooting against either one of them because when Josh Allen put them up late in the game, I was like, oh, it's freaking awesome. The Bills are going to win. And then mm-hmm. Mahomes came, went right back and threw that 64-yarder to Tyreek Hill to put the Chiefs back up. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty freaking sweet way to win. I'll take the, like, yep. dope on the Chiefs. And then Josh Allen comes back and throws another touchdown to put him up with 13 seconds left. And I'm like, okay, I guess the Bills are going to win this freaking game. And then just legendary stuff from Mahomes and the Chiefs to go, like, 60-some yards in 13 seconds. And... Crazy. Absolutely. The whole time I'm like, the whole time, the first thing I said to my dad, I go, there's only two people you actually need to worry about. And he goes, yeah. I go, 87 and 10. The only two people. And I said, specifically 87. 87 is the one you have to be worried about. He's the one that you have. It doesn't matter. You you go all out to stop 87 in the, at this moment. He, he has the best chemistry with Mahomes. It's like, Kelsey is the best, a top five offensive player. It's like, you cannot let him beat you. Like, you have to do everything in your power to stop him from getting where he needs to be. No. And, of course, they didn't. And he had that monster play to get him into field goal position. And then he had the the touchdown, too. But right before that touchdown, right before that touchdown, I looked at my dad and I said, the Bills need to call a timeout. If they do not call a timeout, they're going to give up a score here. And immediately he scored, and I was like, it's over. I was like, I know. I mean, I nothing, know was, nothing was stopping it like, either, though. Whoever got the ball no, over time was going to win. Just, yeah. Oh, I agree. I just – I felt, though, it, if they if they could have called – if they would have called the timeout, I think they would have had a li- – because they were just gassed. I think they would have had a better shot at possibly – you know, all you need is to get – get your hand up on on the ball, you know, deflect it. Or, you know, you you, you de- deflect the ball when it's about to – they're about to catch it. Like, you just need a break. And it's like you get, you need a little bit of rest, a little bit of like a, a catch-up where it's like, okay, guys, they're, they've driven 70 yards. We need – like, this is the last moment where we need to stand our ground here. Like, we 
If we don't, we're losing. We're going home. If we can hold them to a field goal or hold them out of the end zone, we're, we will win this game. And, I mean, they didn't. Obviously, it's at the heat of the moment. I mean, you're, you just you got to play it out. But it was a good game. It was a good game. But let's go, let's go Bengals. 49ers. 49ers and Bengals, man. Let's, let's see a repeat. Repeat of Super Bowl. I don't know, but 1981, 1988. Let's see a repeat. Let's see a repeat. I'm down. It won't be won't be Joe Montana in there, but it's Jimmy G. Just just the same, baby. <laughs> He's a nice looking human being. Gorgeous. He deserves it. He deserves a win. To be honest. I mean, I mean that's but, why Grace is fine with rooting for the 49ers because as soon as she saw Jimmy G in an interview, she's like, "Oh, I want him to win." And I was like, yeah. okay, I guess we're on the 49ers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has like Joe Burrow, though, like, too. So, Yeah. Kathy said the same thing. She's like, because my dad's like, Jimmy G sucks. And then it cut to like his interview. She's like, who sound I'm like, Jimmy G. She's like, oh. It's like, yeah. Jimmy I'll G take is him. a nice looking human being. Like, he, yeah. It's like, of course, he looks like a winner. Like, yeah. he looks like the type of guy you're like, he always wins. Same thing he, with Burrow, though. He too. does, though. Every time I see him, I'm like, that fucker looks like he always is winning. Doesn't matter yeah. what he's doing. He's winning somehow. Yep. They all, they stay winning, and, and maybe they'll go to the Super Bowl. But then I hope Jimmy G wins. But I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for the 49ers just because I think it would be – they're like the the team that I think no one really wants to win. That and the Rams, but – I got to root for somebody from the California. I, I can't root for the Rams because they just took out TB. So, yeah, you know, Stafford. You know what I think it is. I, I think personally, I think people want to see the the Chiefs and Rams because both teams are are viewed right now as the more like dominant teams of the of the four remaining. Those two, you know, a lot of people more I offense, think look yeah. at. Yeah, they look at the Bengals and the 49ers as the teams that are kind of like lucky to get there and kind of squeak it out and like maybe shouldn't have actually gotten there. That's why I think a lot of people are like, well, if we're going to see a game, like I want to see Rams versus Chiefs because, you know, they have the the Rams have the best shot at beating the Chiefs and, you know, the Chiefs have a great offense, so do the Rams. But it's like I would rather see the 49ers-Bengals because – the 49ers have the best defense in the NFL right now, like the remaining four teams. And Joe Burrow is lighting folks up. It's like, I want to see that game. But I, mean, really, I, I could carry that. I mean, really, all the options left are going to probably make for a great Super Bowl. So, regardless, yeah. I do think the Rams are the team that. that if anyone, if any of these last four teams are going to just choke and lay an egg on the field i do think it's the rams though yeah like if well, i think any team's gonna come out and just put up like three points in the super bowl i have a feeling i think it might be the rams yeah well and i think a lot of people don't want don't really want the rams to to actually get there and win because they see what the rams have done the last like three years where it's like you traded for jalen ramsey You've gotten Von Miller. Like, you know, they've done a whole bunch of these moves where it's like like creating a, your own man. Deal. That's what a lot of it is. You know, and so I think a lot of people 
or don't really want to see them win or even get there because it's like you incentivize every team to do it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've, I've tried to make that point to Grace because she was like, well, why don't we want to root for the, the Rams? You know, they're from L.A. And I'm like, what? I just, I was like, well, they kind of, people really don't like them because they've kind of stacked their like team by, you know, getting Jalen Ramsey and like Von Miller and stuff like that and Odell Beckham and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was, she was like, well, isn't that the point? It's to like stack your team and make it better. It's well, like, fair yes. It's like, yes. <laughs> Got you there. It's like, yes, but there's a way that like most teams don't do it the way they have. Yeah. Like, but she was like, know, basically she was like, couldn't anybody else have just like made bigger moves for him and got him yeah probably i guess well checks out kind of tough to argue i mean for for me though looking at their their team though it's like bob miller was traded for a third rounder i believe or it was like a fourth rounder it's like von miller ain't worth a third rounder the only reason why he was traded for the third rounder is because he was like i'll go the rams yeah same thing with jalen ramsey like jalen ramsey should be should have been worth like two first rounders, two seconds, a third. It's like he, he they, the Jacksonville should have gotten a lot more out of Jalen Ramsey because he's a, a top five cornerback. Mm-hmm. You know, like Odell Beckham should have been claimed, but people didn't claim him because he told them, "I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to play for you. I'll retire." And so he had he got the ability to choose. So a lot of the stacking the deck is in their favor. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. like. You know, it's not like every it was a fair, it wasn't free market type or like free agency type signings. It was a lot of it, like a lot of disgruntled players or players the teams didn't want, but the players have no trade clauses so they can choose who they go to. So it's like a lot of those teams are hamstrung. And it's like, well, the Rams are going to give us this. We'll, we'll take it, like, because we know the guy will go there. You know, mm-hmm. that's my only issue with the Rams and what they've done. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean I feel like every every football fan kind of definitely uh mirrors those feelings towards the Rams cuz I don't know. I I want to like them, but I just there's something about them. And now that they beat the Bucks, I I just I, I can't can't like them. Can't do it. Z-boy who? You're going with the Bengals though, aren't you? Bengals or Rams? Oh, like yeah, because I, 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 I don't know. I moved past the fact that they have Odell and Ramsey and Miller and think, well, I, I really like Sean McVay and I want to see him win because he's just been successful in his five years of coach again. Matthew Stafford, how could you not want that guy to get a Super Bowl? Plus, I can't root for the 49ers, not only to beat the Cowboys, but also because you can't be a Cowboys and 49ers fan. Well, you, that's true. It's not saying that you don't have you don't have to be a fan of the 49ers to to root for them over a certain team, like you know. I would never root for the 49ers. Well, here's what I can tell you: as Definitely. a Cowboy fan, I there's unless it's playoff implications, I could you can never not root for the 49ers. Or you could never root for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the way you said it that's makes. No, you you said it like I said as a cow as a Cowboys fan. Could never not. Implications, you could never root for the forty. No, you said you could never not, which is yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. The, so it's like well, you know saying, what I you know what I meant. That I, <laughs> I know what you meant, but the way yeah. you said it was wrong. So, yeah. so you're an idiot, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
Just but you know what I meant. So it's yeah. there's there's no reason you could possibly root for him as a Cowboys fan. Okay, well, I guess can I you can you can you can you name a reason to? Um, because you picked rather... the wrong team to root for when you were yeah. growing up, and you should have picked the 49ers and you can still change. Oh, you can't change. Uh, you'd rather you should because the, the Cowboys are. Whew. Trash, terrible, but you. I mean, yeah, they are. But you know, you could look team. at it like you'd rather root for the team that beat your team, because then it's like your team just got out for no reason. Wait, say that again now. Like you could root for the team that beat your team, because then it's like, well, at least my team lost to the the guys who went to the Super Bowl or won it. Where it's like, oh, that's true. Oh, it's like my team. Yeah, just and I've lost. I've used that as a reasoning, like in the past for like baseball, like I did it like um, when the Astros won it their year that they cheated, that came out later. I was rooting for the Astros. I'm like, well, they beat at least if they win, I can say Yankees lost to the team that won the world series. Yep. Well, but now I'm back on no the Rams. Big, it's the same reason. It's like, it's like, <laughs> huh? I didn't hear you. Uh, I'm, now I'm on the Rams. That, that checks out with me. I like that. Now that the Rams win the Super but it's, Bowl, but it, you know they took out Tom. But now, if like if they was that put that same spot of like Yankees losing in the in the championship to go on to the World Series, losing to that, let's say that was the Red Sox. Well, f- same thing. You can't be a Yankees fan and then root for the Red Sox. You can't do but, that. So no, I'm not going to do the same thing. Cowboys but, 49ers, well, huge long time rivalry. Why on earth? Uh, who gives a shit about saying, well, at least my team lost to the guys who won the Super Bowl. Okay. Who gives no, a shit? No, 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 no. Exactly. The 49ers win. The 49ers win. Yes, they beat the Cowboys, but 49ers win. How many Super Bowls is that for them? That would be their six. Which right? is one less than Tom Brady. Yeah. But it's one more <laughs> than the Cowboys. True. Now, why on earth would I root for that to happen? Zachary, can I tell you something? It's a What's clear, that? clear difference between the 49ers and Cowboys rivalry and the Red Sox and Yankees rivalry. Like, clear. Like, to be honest, the, the, the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry is the most important rivalry in all of baseball. The Cowboys-49ers is yeah. definitely, definitely not the most important one. Like that's that's all. I'm, well, saying. I'm not saying it's the most important thing, but I'm I'm saying it as an aspect no, I mean, of like in rivalry. When you're right? when your team has a big rivalry, rivalry, why on earth would you root for the team that they are rivals with, regardless of how what historical I mean, and significant the but, rivalry but, is? But is there really a rivalry in 2022? Is there? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But there's, there's not really thing. a at that same point. Then there's not really a rivalry of. The Red Sox Yankees, then. Well, I would I would say so. And the only reason why I say that is you look like both like the Red Sox have won more in the last what 15, 20 years. They've won the season. Uh yeah. They've won, I think, two or three, three Yankees have one. Yeah. But the Yankees have also been to the to the to the uh conference like the the final right before the World Series. World Series. Yeah, yeah they've been to that stage. A pretty good amount. What, like three or four times in the last eight years, like right before the yeah, game. something like that. Well, so it's like, like you look at it, it's like they they are still having success. Are they having ultimate success? No, but it's not like the team yeah. 
you know, it's not like the Red Sox are just a powerhouse and the Yankees are some shit, you know, some AAA team right now. Like, they're both pretty, pretty good. The issue is mm-hmm. neither the Cowboys or the 49ers are, like, all that great, especially over the last, like, 10 years, you know? Yeah. So, however, I don't know. Maybe it's just me then. I grew up a Cowboys fan. I grew up hating the 49ers. Okay, Regardless well. of the fact that they both teams up until 49ers doing good right now have been unsuccessful, it doesn't change my hate for the 49ers. No. It, well, I'm not saying it should have, but I'm saying you should be like, uh, I'm not well, going to go, oh, well, they're still a shit team, so I'm not going to hate on them as much. Well, no, we just – we don't really have a rivalry in 2022. Like, But why – But why? from – 30 years You've ago. still yet to give me a reason for myself to root for the 49ers over any other team. I mean, I, I I've given you my reasons to not root for them, but you have not given me anything that I can use to say, huh, I should be okay with the 49ers winning. Um, hey, first of all, they have Debo Samuel. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. That does Debo. not mean shit. Okay, Debo Samuel is an awesome player. Yeah, I'm, probably, I'm not. That's fine that he's a great player. No, I know, but I'm just saying I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You it's know who like, else is a good, a great player? Patrick Mahomes. I'm not rooting for him to win. Uh, but they're different players, though. Patrick Mahomes. I'm not. It's it's not a matter of here, how different of players are. This is saying that oh, you can't use you. one player Patrick, like that. Patrick Mahomes has some. Me thinking Debo Samuel is a fun player to watch doesn't mean okay. I should root for him. Well, no, Dang. but what I'm saying is, yeah. You're, do you remember? Do you remember who uh, who showed us that Debo Samuels was in her DMs? Yep. Yeah, cool. and she was like, "Is she's like, do you think I should talk to him?" It's like it's Debo Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> so it's message him back right now. It's like, well, he plays on like the 49ers. It's like, yeah, the NFL football team. Message him back. There are some wild people, people in those DMs. For people who don't know, Reno and I, when we worked at the gym, one of our coworkers who is from California had numerous, numerous professional athletes in their DMs. Yep. Delvin Mr. Cook Samuel included. was one of them. Delvin Cook was one. Uh, there's another individual who is married that I'm not going to say, but I believe they're though. married. Yeah, but there's new. So, <laughs> so every time I see Debo Samuels and he's like playing super well, all I ever think about is I'm just always like, just always remember that day because me and you were just falling. All the place. Yeah, we, we were like, just. What do you mean he's in your DMs? It's like, show me, show me. And it's like, you yeah. see it verified. It's like, oh my God. It's like Debo yeah. fucking Samuel. Wild. Um, I don't know where you guys were at, but oh, was, Ding was Ding was still trying to figure out a reason oh, to give me no. two oh, oh, for the okay. Rams, and he, he okay. was or not the Rams, but the Forty ers and he was failing. Well, I mean, I, I'm obviously I, I, you know, it's a personal thing. I, you know, now that I think about it, if I were to like in college football, if it came down to like, oh, you could root for Notre Dame or Florida State because they beat your team. I don't think I could. I don't Case think I could. Point. So I I agree with you on that. Now, but, like like, but here let me say something though. The difference between Debo Samuel and Patrick Mahomes is 
you can kind of hate some things about Patrick Mahomes. Debo Samuel, I don't know anything you could hate him for. You I mean, as of right now, no. But for Patrick Mahomes, the two things I only hate about Patrick Mahomes are his family members. They're terrible. I hate both of them. <laughs> I don't hate them. They're just annoying. Dude, no, oh my god! Well, so like his his girlfriend at the end of the at the end isn't, of the it, isn't that his fiance now? Same thing until she's. Uh, one's got a ring, the other one doesn't. Well, okay, I agree with you on that point, but until he names Mahomes, it's technically just a girlfriend with a ring. But, but it's a fiance. Yeah, yeah, but she went crazy with the thing, and she's like spraying all the fans. It's like, hey. They have to drive home. Like now, they're gonna smell like champagne. Like, and it's cold. It was terrible there. It was like really cold. So it's like you're spraying them with the liquid. Now they're dri- walking back twenty five minutes to their car in the freezing ass cold. Now they're all wet because you decided to spray your champagne. And then your brother's freaking out, twerking on the sideline. It's like I don't know what's going on, but it's like Patrick Mahomes, control your family. Tell him be like, quit doing that shit. That's what all. That's all you see is like stuff of uh, that Mahomes has got to take advice from Aaron Rodgers and just cut his whole family out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if Patrick Mahomes pulled the uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's like you could never hate that man. He's a great player. He seems like an awesome human being. No issues. But then you see things where it's like every time you see his family, they're always just the most like annoying, cringy looking human beings. And you just every time you see it, it's like. Why? Why do you allow those people to have like be so out there? Like, well, I don't think he's in control of their lives, but no, but he's also probably focused on winning another championship. He's just like, I'll just ignore this for now. And but, but here's the thing, though, he could he could look and be like, hey, what's his brother Jackson? I think, like, Mm -hmm. man, you got it, you got to tone it down. And it's like, well, why? It's like because you're creating a distraction not only for us but the team. Because it's like his teammates have been asked about it before, where it's like, what do you think about, you know, Patrick's little brother? And it's like, man, he's cool. It's like now when your teammates are getting asked about it, it becomes a distraction. Like you can be like, hey, cut it out. You're being a distraction. Like you can enjoy yourself, do your TikToks, but like don't cause it where our, our team's now having to deal with yourself. Same thing with yeah, but just people. because they're asking, like, what they think, like, if they're just kind of like, yeah, you cool, or whatever, maybe they're, even though it's being asked, they're not necessarily, it's not being a distraction, because, you know. Well, but, but a lot yeah, of I feel like, like, if you, like if you watch the videos, obviously, your thoughts aren't, yeah, he cool. No. It's, no, this cool. guy's annoying. So, if they're going, well, that, yeah, he cool, maybe they just, yeah, they're not bothered. It's, they're just well, like, no, oh, but yeah, like, whatever. But, like, after the, so, he got, I mean, his brother was dancing on, like, John Taylor's, like, memorial and they asked, they asked a lot of the other players, and they're like, like, uh, like, man, it's, you know, he cool, but he probably shouldn't have done that. And it's like, it's like, yeah, you get to the point where it's like, when you're having to deal with like negative, like it's one thing if it's like, it's like, hey, your your team's doing well, like, you know, even even your team's fan, like best known fans are doing like well, like they're, you know, Patrick's little brother has a huge thing. Do you follow him on TikTok? Like, that's a different question. Being like, hey. You know what? You know, did someone any anyone say something to you about him dancing on the memorial? Like, it starts to become a distraction, like a negative distraction. Like, there's a, a distinction between the two, and like yeah. that's my thing. It's like you're Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying you have to control him, but just be like, guys, 
please don't be like causing scenes where like we're having to deal with it or like I have to address it every day. You know, like most family members, most people are gonna be like, okay, sorry, like that's my bad. I'll tone it down or like I won't do that. You know, that's my only issue is, you know, you see it like Tom, like if if Tom's wife was like out there going crazy, like you know, do spraying champagne on people, and they ask him about it, he'd be like, be like, yeah, you know, she was excited, but obviously, uh, you know, that's probably something, you know, she she should probably not do. Like he would, he would probably say that, and then they probably would have a conversation, be like, hey, I understand you're excited, but like, hey, just you know, remember like the optics of the situation. She'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just that, super excited. I don't think that Tom would have that kind of like any sort of thing to say about it in public, though. Oh, I think if they asked, well, yeah, now you say that if they asked him, I think he probably, I think he'd be like, well, yeah, she was excited, but you know, that's all I'm going to say. Like, I have no comment, but she but was I also excited. Don't, for the I guess I don't really see anything wrong with the champagne. Well, and, stuff. And, I, the, and, there's, the, and there's nothing really that wrong about what Patrick Mahomes' brother is doing. It's just, it's just, I mean, it's just kind of cringy. It's just kind of well, cringy, yeah. but. For me, for me, the the things that I've seen read a lot of it's like the fact that like a lot of the other the players are being asked about it, like a lot of the players are being asked about it. Is it like every every player being asked? No. Is it is it super consistent with how often they're asked? Probably not. You know, because they're probably everyone there is doing three to five interviews a day, probably. So it's probably not being asked in every interview or even every day. But I just think like if you're if your teammates are getting asked about your family members, just like Aaron Rodgers, after a while, it creates kind of that negative thing where it's like, man, we can't get away from his fucking family ever. Like, you know, I think it just, it can create that, that distraction for a team where it's like, especially at, at this moment, you guys are going for the Super Bowl. Like, you but guys, you, but you could also say, focused. you could also say that, you know, in a sense that Patrick Mahomes is like state farm commercials are a distraction the team if they start getting asked about the commercials because i mean the discount double check has came back to haunt aaron Rodgers plenty of times because all the other players do it to him and so i mean you could say like the state yeah, farm but, commercials are a distraction yeah but i i think it's i think it's a little bit different on the on the sense that um like the commercial isn't that's a commercial that like other players do you know yeah they do it to aaron Rodgers. That's again because he's doing it right after a touchdown. So why shouldn't the defense do it when they fucking hammer him? Like it's a little different where, you know, they they kind of bring it on to themselves. You know, like Aaron Rodgers brings it onto himself when he does the the discount double check, you know, where Patrick Mahomes doesn't bring it on himself. You know, he's out there playing and then it's like you have this other separate thing going on, and it's like now he's trying to deal with the second thing it's like, i don't really think I, hey. I just don't think there's that much to deal with though because i mean i imagine there's quite a few other people doing tiktoks and shit down on the field it's just people just hate jackson Mahomes because he's you know because his ones are just cringy and people don't like him but i'm sure there's people right next to him doing tiktoks that never get brought up in the news because there's because there's I nothing mean, wrong with totally, it really no that totally could be the case but again you know, I've never seen any, you know, like, again, I've never heard anything about any of the other players, like family members or like 
any of them other than Travis Kelsey. And it was the only time I heard anything about him was a his mom, like being able to go to both games the other weekend, like going to his brother's. It was the wild card weekend. Yep. Yep. And then, then his girlfriend and people were like, man, she has smoke show. That's the only time I've heard about any other person's like in the last year or two, like regarding the chiefs. It's it's only been like Mahomes, the situation around his family, so like that's that's the only thing though. Like again, I don't think it's the worst thing ever. I, I mean, I I also don't think it's really doing it. I mean, yeah, the getting asked about it like some of the teammates, but obviously, I mean, Mahomes' brother has been doing this for this isn't the only year he's done it. He did it last no, no. stuff last year and the year before, and in those three years alone, you have a Super Bowl. Conference championship. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it's not affecting the team. Well, this might be their well, third straight Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're going again to the Super. Oh, Bowl. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's like a. You're gonna derail the train type, type distraction, but I also don't think any distractions all that great. You know, that was the thing that made the. Patriots I just don't think play. they view it as a distraction. Yeah. Well. I mean, yeah, again, I, I, I'm not in the fucking rooms. I'm not in the yeah. – you know, I, I wish I was. I think it would be interesting to be a fly on the wall in any of the teams right now. But, you know, I just I just think that's the one thing that made the Patriots so dominant is that when it came time to for anything, they cut out a vast majority of them distractions. If something came up, it's no comment. We'll talk to you after the game, you know. That's how they handled it. It wasn't like, uh, yeah, it's no issue. Like, they just wouldn't deal with it, you know. So. I don't know. Like, I mean, kind of thinking about that, you know, that's that's almost like that's the Belichick way. Yeah. That Whereas is, here we're looking Andy at it's, it's the Andy Reid way, who is yeah, he's pretty loose, a different mindset. Yeah, I mean, again, I I I'm not saying it's like a derail the train type uh distraction. I again, I just. I know if I was in the team, I'd be like, hey, that's going to be a distraction. Like, let's try to win this, this fucking Super Bowl. We can win two of the last three. Okay, yeah, but don't you think at the same point, like, let's say you are. You are on the Chiefs. You were in that locker room. Obviously, you've dealt with it. I mean, it's – I don't – I don't. I think if you were well, an, a professional that, NFL player in that locker room, get okay. ready to go to the that's, AFC Championship. I don't think I was, your, your thought process is, damn, oh. I'm excited, but – this my QB's brother is annoying right now. Oh no! I was just gonna ask you if if I'm a player, probably not. But if I'm like a coach, someone who's a little more in charge same of thing. Like, I think you're like, I this is not distracting me at all because I'm so focused on the fact that I got to make sure this is good to go for the game that could take us to the Super Bowl for the third year in a row. I'm focused on this. I would, oh, there's I would, a pip squeak in the background. Whatever. I don't even. I, know. I would agree. I would agree. It's just again, depending on how often. Again, you know, like I said, they, they do. I, I want to say the last time I saw something was like the average NFL player in the playoffs does an average of three three interviews a day, like themselves, and then generally they're doing like one or two team ones a week. So yeah. you think about it; it's like they're doing four or five. It's if they're getting asked it a lot. If I they're getting asked it a lot. Then I, then think I could see that becoming more of an annoyance what, yeah, of like, exactly. this is getting tiresome. If I'm getting I, I five interviews I don't know in how a two-day span of that same kind yeah. of question, then I could see it. Well, again, like, I don't know how often they're getting asked or whatnot. It, it could be literally uh, no one's ever said anything about it. 
But again, every the last time I typed in Chiefs, that was like the third, th- one of the top like seven things mentioned. It's like, well, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm trying this out now. I'm dead serious. I, I think I did it on Monday when I typed in Chiefs, and it was literally his fucking the brother came up like the first thing. It's like, well, that's weird. It's like I understand, but. Here, I'll t- I'm going to type in Kansas City Chiefs news. Oh, actually, okay. What's that? I got nothing. Really? Yeah, I was going to say. I've got Welcome Kansas City Chiefs news, news score, status yeah. schedule, their Instagram profile, Arrowhead Pride. Actually, defense, defense is still go, trying to stop Chiefs QB Patrick Mahomes. If you go, if you go down, Chiefs fans in not to Bills Mafia give money to hospital because they just did that like what 170. No, it, it, oh, I saw that. Again. That was incredible. If you go down, if you go down, it is the fourth story. Sunday mismatches. One potential actually, advantage for the Bengals. Okay. So but glad if, the best TE in the NFL was mic'd up for that game, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. If you go down and it, Chiefs homepage there. for Chiefs, it literally is down there. Huh? It is down there. Like literally, it goes. It's. If you're on Google, like Chrome, like I am, it's the top, like, three things across the thing. One big one, three small ones, and then it's, like, the fourth or fifth, like, banner one. But, like, again, like top stories? Yeah, I mean, it's it's in... I, well, I don't know well, if you want me to start on the top well, stories here. I, you know, we're... I don't Chiefs think, fan donate 170000 I don't think it's that big of a deal. Chiefs fans are not even giving to hospital. I think our thoughts on this are all pretty well finish yeah 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 i mean i, th- I think we're good on it i mean i think, I think again, it's time to switch off of <laughs> apparently apparently jackson mahomes is a big distraction to this podcast apparently yeah i think oh. i'm just trying to pick a fight with ding hey, oh i know that's, that's, the only, that's the only reason why i want to see the chiefs lose personally I know. you guys that. you guys can argue about something for so long and just and you guys are like <laughs> Well, because yeah, the thing is, saying like, no, I'm, no, like, we agree. We're totally. just both too stubborn to quit. We're just gonna <laughs> find something to go off. Of. But well, it made it better too. It's like we agreed at a certain point, and then we decided to argue more. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just like, well, I agree with you, but let me tell you. <laughs> well, let me tell you why I agree with you. It's just like that. Well, yes, but actually, no meme. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, we, gotta, we gotta switch gears off of sports. Uh, what? I could ask, what do you think of the Joe Rogan thing from the last like two days, where Neil Young told Spotify to remove it, all of his stuff, or Joe Rogan? What do you think of that? Goodbye, Neil Young. Yeah. To be honest. Well, the the yeah, issue they're that not gonna, they're not going to keep if it if it became an ultimatum they're not going to keep neil young over joe rogan because neil young's yeah, so you, he's done making new stuff so uh the joe rogan news over the last like two days with spotify and neil young i i, I literally just saw something pop up on like on instagram about it like but before i left work and i was i didn't read into it but i so, just saw there's like neil he, young was threatening something yeah he he told spotify like their like main music like editor and procurer that that he was going to tell Sony or whoever Atlantic whoever ha- holds the like record rights for all his music that either Spotify was going to take off Joe Rogan or they were going to remove his music immediately and then tonight so in other words uh, he's threatening uh, 
you take off my music that really no one's going to listen to that much, or, or you take off the biggest podcast yeah. out there. Yeah, that's that's an easy decision. See you later. Uh, yeah, it says from it's, you're, they're not going to throw away the money maker that Joe Rogan is. It says from five hours ago, New York Times, Spotify removes Neil Young's music yep. after complaints about Joe Rogan. Yep, that's that shocking. Yeah. yeah the, well, just what well, I was saying so too. What was, not the whole, get what was it? Joe. What was he? Why was he threatening this? What happened? Uh, so misinformation. Because, yeah, because Joe's had a lot of like doctors on lately, and a lot of like, you know, yeah. he's had other people, but he's had doctors on. You know, specifically talking about COVID, the like the information around COVID, and the, you know, and Joe. Oh, the, oh, wasn't it? Joe was like talking about he took like horse pills or something when he had COVID. That, I, they, I thought that oh, got I, figured out like months ago ivermectin well that that kind of started where people started hating on joe because he brought on cnn's main medical chief uh yeah it's sanjay gupta or something i believe sanjay gupta i believe so yeah um it was a very very viral video where he's like asking him he goes he goes you're a doctor you know ivermectin is not treated like treating it's not used to treat parasites and horses it's used as an antiviral medicine he's like yeah he goes and it's been given i think he said like 350 million doses have been given out since in the last like 10 years or something he goes so you know that's a lie he's like but you're you went along with it and like the the sanjay guy was like well joe i don't think it was that bad and joe like obviously pushed back he's like i can afford real medicine he's like i can afford to I can afford the the stuff I need. He's like, but for you guys to lie about that, like, clearly is misinformation. Like, why should people trust you? And that was kind of the start where people started hating on Joe because he went against the guy. And then, where where's the misinformation on Joe's part though? There was Joe like was some of the stuff he was saying not factual. Well, no, he no he was saying factual stuff. But the the issue is ivermectin from from what I've read. There's two different things for it. So, like, ivermectin for humans is supposed to knock down, like, vi- like supposed to kill off, like, viruses. Maybe not, like, fully, but it's supposed to, like, help lessen an effect of a virus on you. And then there's a hort, like, one for, like, animals and vets. And that's supposed to, like, help with parasites. Well, the issue is, if you were to type in ivermectin, two things are going to come up. Well, in a situation with COVID where everyone's very one side or the other, you know, no one's in the middle, like, of any of it. You know, the moment they see it, it's like, they're used for, for horsey warmer. Well, people jump on that. So people are saying, like, by Joe, like, admitting so, to take well, that. The way you described it, it doesn't sound like Joe gave misinformation. It seems like guys, people looked it up and went very basic and were like, oh, it must be this. Because well, So that that's what had happened first. And then when Joe, Joe took it and said he took it, and people, like, jumped on him and, like, you shouldn't recommend this medicine to people. Like it's a horse dewormer. So people were labeling Joe as giving a like bad medical advice based off what he took. And so like a lot of people jumped on him for that. But then when he has like doctors on who are like confirm what he says and it's something people don't believe, people get pissed. I mean, you know, it's, so it sounds like people are just being butthurt again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, Joe clearly is. I don't think he's, I think he's fed up with COVID like a lot of people, but I don't think it's like, you know, I don't think he's obviously, I think he was vaccinated 
too. So it's like a lot of the people are like just they're just butthurt because he's saying things like, you know, if you're your best best bet to be be safe from COVID is to is to lose weight, to eat healthy, to exercise. Like he says things like that where people lose their shit because most people are like, well, you should be masking up. You should be getting boosted. You should be wearing, you know, you should be social distancing. He say they say all those things, but those things don't help for the most part. Like, you know, and he says that and people lose their shit about it because everyone takes it, you know, everyone's so polarized by the issue. So people, that's why, and so with all the people he's had on in the last like three months, a lot of them are like doctors and, you know, biologists and just people who, who somewhat know about the issues. You know, he has the people on, well, a lot of the time, you know, he asks questions and, you know, they give him the answers that, you know, either go for him or go against him. But, you know, he, he asks questions and a lot of the questions are things you wouldn't hear asked by, you know, like people on CNN or Fox News or MSNBC or ABC or, you know, whatever regular news channel, they just wouldn't ask these questions. And so people get really pissed because it's like, oh, you clearly have an agenda against being vaxxed or against this and that. And so people are just losing their shit about it. That's that's it. Sounds, like, uh, sounds like Joe needs to come on behind the front desk and clear some things up. Hey, Joe can come on anytime. I would love to talk to Joe. It would be a blast. Right. Uh, I got to plug my computer. Or we, just, dying. Uh, or we just go to Austin and go on his podcast. Yo. Because I'd love to go to that studio. Could we please bring on Alex Jones, too? Alex I Jones? would love that. I would Alex love to Jones just... and Eddie Bravo. Those are the two I want to do. That just would be so fun to just hear oh, everything. It'd be cr- oh, it'd be so damn good. That'd be so funny. What is what is he doing? Uh, he had to go get a cord or something. But he, so either way, though, with Neil Plug Young, my computer in. with Neil Young, I had to look up to see what songs Neil Neil Young even has. He has like four or five songs I've heard. Nothing else. And people were like, "Well, good for Neil Young." It's like Spotify is going to get rid of him. Like they're not going to keep him on. Not when it's against Joe Rogan, like they're just not going to. It's like he's going to lose that. And today he did. So, hmm. so Z Man, he went to a comedy comedy show. What was that like? Good segue. Good segue. Oh, um, I also went to a comedy show, and if we want to do. Mine, mine was uh, including Joe Rogan. He wasn't there, but I went to the comedy store and on Sunset Boulevard in L.A. And I kind of, well, I botched it. I botched it a little bit. So, so I got there. So hey, uh, yeah, explain this because I don't know how you botched going in, sitting down, and laughing. I botched it. So Grace and I, we get there and. We go park. There's this big parking lot like behind the comedy store. It goes like up and back into some buildings. And it's like $16 to park. We go and do that. I pay for the parking. We go down. We stand in line. You know, we're just about to get in and stuff. And then they're like, you know, do we have to present our Vax card? And 
my driver's license and didn't have my Vax card on me. I left it at home. So I, it's like, punches it in your wallet. Uh, because I didn't have a big enough wallet at the time, and then I started using my like, because I didn't want to like crinkle it at the top or anything. So now I have a bigger wallet that it can go in. But anyway, so I had to run back home. I told Grace to stay and to go in. So she stayed and she went in and she saw, I think I missed two comedians out of like the, there was like eight or nine of them. And, but I drove home quick, went and got a Vax card, came back, had to pay $16 again for, for parking. But I got my same exact parking spot, but so it was $32 for parking. Um, and then after like the tickets and everything, it was probably like, it was like $100 to go to the comedy store. But we were there for probably like two and a half hours or so for like the comedians and i saw i saw a lot of people i'd never really like heard of before but they were hilarious i can barely repeat anyone's jokes because it wouldn't do it any justice and a lot of it was probably inappropriate and, too yeah you're yeah. not really supposed to talk about the jokes and stuff you see in there but um hilarious though it was so nice to be in a spot where it's not like they're not trying to censor themselves or anything it was so refreshing mm -hmm. to just be in where people are just letting shit fly like it was freaking awesome and then uh andrew santino mm -hmm. performed that night so i saw andrew, andrew santino which was as soon as he walked out i was like right away i was like oh i know that name and they walked out and i was like oh crap i've watched so many of his podcasts on like joe rogan and stuff so that was really fun he was <laughs> hilarious i mean he's yeah I, I can't yeah i can't say any of the jokes i wish i could but he was brilliant and um it was really cool to just be in the comedy store and like it felt it felt really cool just to be in the place where I've just heard you know so many comedians talk about a lot. so many people talk about and hopefully you know as I mean yeah it's any comedian will talk about it because it's that big of a place yep and then we were looking about going another night too obviously but it was a couple nights later and like Sebastian Maniscalco was going to be there. And, oh my um, God. And Anthony uh -oh. Jeselnik. That was and, awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. And you was, didn't go? No, we, we weren't able to go that night. I mean, we're still going to see Sebastian Maniscalco in, uh, in March. I don't remember where we have tickets for which theater he's at, but. Oh, okay. That's good. That's so we are so still, good. so we're still going to see him cause he's hilarious. I, I also really love Jeselnik too. He's got yeah. that really funny, dark, dark, dark humor. That's incredible. <laughs> I don't remember the guy who finished the show, like who was the the last act, but he <laughs> he was hilarious because he just would just yell the whole time. Like he was just fired up about everything and it was pretty hilarious. He just seemed like an old, like an old angry man got on stage and just was yelling. And for two, I got, I got walked in by this, guy because obviously i was late to the show so he's like he's just like follow me i'll get you to your seat and he walked me all the way into the and we were like we were like second row because there's like you know in strip club terms there's perv row and then right behind sniffers that row. yeah sniffers row and we were right behind that so so we weren't in the row where you get talked to but but man they, they were there was these two uh <laughs> these two gorgeous men in the front row and they were just getting roasted all night long it was hilarious 
I wish I could tell. You'll more, have to try but... to get front row sometime though, too, because when you when you you get like an adrenaline rush when you get called upon. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, you uh, get I'm shit right on. I'm right to the picking. It's There's incredible. a lot you could pick apart on me. How's how's the how's the comedy scene in uh, Fargo? Well, I mean, unfortunately, it's it's not as promoted as you know the most famous comedy place in all of America or the world. But yeah, you really should have you should have started. Hmm? You should have started. You gave me the the mic. I was kind of. You're warming up, and then I just took over. You you ripped it back in your hands and just did your own thing. That's selfish. I mean, I I mean, no, it was very fun. I mean, it's you know, it's obviously not as popular here or not not as big, but comedians were awesome. You know, it was open mic night, so you got a lot of. We had a few. There was a few people that were you know first time doing it, and they were they were great. Um. What's his name? There was one guy that he wasn't there either night that we went there, but he's been on Conan and whatnot. Um, but he was playing like there that weekend, or he was going to be doing it there that weekend. I think his name was Matthew Brassard. Let me look it up real quick. I mean, that'd be pretty huge to be on Conan. Yeah, I think that was his name. But yeah, I think he had he had been in Conan once or twice, I believe, and a few other things. So I mean his he definitely seemed like he was supposed to be kind of an up and coming comedian, but we didn't get to see him though, because I think he was there on like a weekend night and not oh. a a Wednesday night open mic night. Yeah. No, but we went there, then the next week me and Jess went there for a, a day early anniversary thing and it was even better and I can't wait to go back. Right. It is. It's oh, yeah. fun. Like, it's kind of that same thing where you know these people. I mean, the jokes—they're saying what they want up there. Yeah. And it's just really fun to have that atmosphere where you can hear the stuff that just makes you just laugh. And you look around. There's no one. There's no one that's not liking it at all. Everyone's laughing, just having a good time. No one's being offended because people realize when you go there, you're at a comedy. They're supposed to make you laugh. Yeah. There, there was a couple times during the the shows that I were at that they would say something and like half of the room wouldn't laugh or anything. And they would just be like, okay, I'm not talking to that half of the room anymore. And he just like turns and looks the other way. (laughs) Well, see, that's the thing. What's kind of cool too about a lot like this open mic stuff. I mean, again, I've only been there twice now, but it's kind of cool to see like people that are trying to make a career out of this, how they're already kind of catching on to that. You have to read the room. Like in that point of like, Oh, this section is not really doing anything for me. So I'll call them out and, focus on other people where you then look over at me who is on the floor almost dying of laughter because someone yeah. said he doesn't need any more i don't know <laughs> meow or something oh my god he sounds like a dog you know there was oh, and he sounds like a dog no i not actually but just something like really dumb like that that oh, for okay. some reason i'm just on the floor dying of laughter home alone too they didn't baby. actually say it. there was there was one that i couldn't i i actually did almost fall on the floor because Mike saw me just laughing so hard Jess did because it it was about it was just like it, it reminded me of Jess and I just loved it. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. I'll tell I you, mean, I'll tell you off air. Yeah, I have a I have a couple that I can share too, but they're just I that's just what I loved about it. there was no like it's just like permission to laugh at stuff that's like mm-hmm. that you feel bad about laughing about these days. But I mean it's just good clean it's good 
good jokes that just make fun of everybody. And it was so much fun to just be in that atmosphere and be able to just die laughing and with a room full of people. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. The energy in there is just so, so great. Yeah, Ding, you'll have to come with us next time we go. Yeah, let me know. Mike wanted to do it tonight, but I said we, we got Cassin to do tonight. Yeah, well, where, I was. Where's I, even I was, the comedy club? Huh? Where is the comedy club in Fargo? It's called the Comedy Cellar, and it's um right off of uh like Broadway and Main Street. You know where Front Front Street Bar is? Mm-hmm. It's a basement of that. Oh, okay. So you like just walk through the bar to the back, just go down the stairs, and there it is. Do you have to pay? Nope. You just pay for your drinks. Oh, nice. Sounds like an incredible deal. Nice and easy. That pays so much for mine. Yeah, it was free well, it parking. Really you know, bad. it's Fargo, North Dakota. You get free parking there. It's park on the you road. That? You probably didn't right have in. to bring your vast got, card, did you? I got, I got. No. <laughs> come on now. Well, I mean, in the in the words of Bert Kreischer, uh, do you have any? Any things you need to button up, Z-Man? <laughs> uh, just such a good episode. I am officially caught up now. I just watched the last episode that came up two days ago today, and now I have to wait. You know, and I, I also started another show a few days ago. Started watching Billions. Oh, in- intriguing. I thought it looked think? interesting at first when I when it first came out, you know, because I think they're on season six now. But I never, I I never was kind of like at any point was like I should really watch this. And then all of a sudden, I, I think it was like probably like on Sunday or Monday, and I was just kind of scrolling through something to put on while I did more homework and floor plans and whatnot. And all of a sudden, I thought, I'm like, huh, I'm gonna put this on. And I put it on, and I think I'm on episode five or six now. So it's so good. I I really like it. I've always been intrigued by it, but I've never really had a. You know, you know, you know who's it, you know who's in it as well, besides like the main people that you see. Bobby, Jax's wife. Oh. What's Tara's her name again? In it. Oh, Tara. Good old Tara. Intriguing, yeah. She's a. Uh, She's one of the main guy's wife, and she's also they're into BDSM. Oh my! So she goes, she she goes full like dominatrix. It's very I I like it so far. It's very interesting. So yeah, now you're caught up. <laughs> yeah, I've just been watching movies. I haven't wanted to like start a new show yet. I'm going to have to think about what I've watched this past what is it, three and a half weeks now since you're forcing me to make a list. Yeah, it would be fun. At the end of the year, we can compare yeah, I, I like it. I like movies. it. I like it. I got I don't. I got to I gotta really think about, though, if I have actually watched anything new. I have to go back at, like, like the watch history and whatnot and see. I think I have about 12 so far. God damn. If I if I have, I've probably only seen like one or two new movies. I kept binge watching last week's all the Godzilla movies. Just like I would watch all <laughs> through them all and then start back over again. Incredible. Don't know why. 
I mean, Love you got to check, check out Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Again, again, I, I've passed it so many times. They're like, this looks sweet, but maybe some other time. It's, it's bad. No. But like a good it, bad? But ki- kind of, but I mean, I want to. The only thing I just I, there's one thing I don't really like about it, and I think you'll like. Obvi- you hopefully you'll pick up on it right away. Otherwise, from like the minute the movie starts, I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> the song that plays, he fires up a Harley. He's like, he's like leaving this oh my God. prostitute's house. I'm pretty sure, and he just like rides off That's to so God, cool. I can't think of the song right now, but there's just a sweet song playing too, and it plays the whole length of the song as he's riding his motorcycle. It's incredible. It really I want made to look me up want to get it so bad now. I mean, you just need to watch the movie. It's it's so bad, it's good, but yet it's just so good, it's bad. I don't know. It's it's the well, the bad guy, the the bad guy in the movie, Daniel Baldwin. Really? Yeah. <laughs> When did this come out? With his hair slicked, 91. What movie? uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Weird. It's got Mickey Rourke and Don Johnson. Oh, my God. Mickey Rourke. He's unrecognizable because now he's got so much plastic surgery. But Yeah. I mean, if you look at him in the movie, you won't. Like that doesn't look like make the Mickey Rourke like we know now. Yeah. Which is sad, but he's so good in the movie. Don Johnson's incredible. What are you what are you looking up? What? What are you what am I looking up? up? I'm I'm try- I wanna see the Don't Was it Wanted Dead or Alive? Oh yeah, yeah, that's the song. Bon Jovi. Yep. yep. I couldn't think of it, but I'll be real honest, it's kind of a bummer for me. Why? I think it's just I think it's one of those songs that I've just heard so many times that I just don't enjoy it anymore. But that's the thing, is it's so overplayed and it's way too perfect for the scenario of him riding the motorcycle that it makes you kind of giggle and it kicks off the movie from there. You're like, okay, this like, is the like, type of movie like we're the way, the way, And again, maybe it's because I haven't seen it either and I'm just trying to picture this opening scene that you've described and I just picture him being on the motorcycle and revving. You're hearing like a kind of an upbeat rock sound, like a welcome to the jungle kind of song that's just fast-paced or a, a gypsy road kind of song. Yeah, but this one's just kind of chill. He's just he's riding down the highway, listening. Yeah. Living his life. And again, but again, I'm picturing it in a different way, and that's probably why I'm kind of let down that this was the song. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure when I watch it, I'd be like, this is so cool. One of the best movies ever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I definitely, from the, the minute I clicked on it to the minute I was done with it, I was smiling the whole time. So it's just, it's, it's just a fun movie. Just makes you giggle. Very yeah, macho. I'll watch it soon. Very macho. Very macho. I'll get to it. Now that you've seen it, I have to. Yeah. Uh, I might watch it again. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a movie that's like comparable to like a, like a guilty pleasure that's similar. 
trying to, oh man. There's something about it that just, it reminds you like of something early 2000s. Kind of like a guilty pleasure from like the early 2000s, but it's from the early 90s. And it's just, I don't know, something, something about it. Feels like it's ahead of its time, but yet it's made in the Stone Ages. I don't know. It's a mix of, mix of both. But it's, oh, this is important. It's made in 1991, or that's when the movie came out, but it's set in the near future, 1996. That's when I was born. Maybe Even more um, reason to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, like I'll what they... I say, knowing that you hadn't watched it or anything, I kind of had that as just like, eh, he hasn't seen it yet. I'll get to it. I got time. And... Time has run out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Have you seen the new movie? It's like Patrick Wilson, the trailer for it. The Moon Moon Rake, or what the hell is it called? Um, two seconds. Moonfall? The hell is a moon rake? Moonfall. I think the moon's literally falling into Earth. But oh, I I'm not gonna lie. I saw the commercial for it. The first thing I said to I go, was that a commercial for Kia? No. Oh no, the movie looks so bad. But the this, thing is, no, this doesn't look familiar at all to me. But the billboard that they have in LA and like on a bunch of billboards around here their like slogan for it or their catch their uh their i don't know i can't think of the name of what it would be but underneath the title it says earth we have a problem how that cool is, is that fucking horrible i hate that i knew you were. i hate that so much the first That's... time i saw it i was like oh my god come like, on I'm... pat come on pat you're better than this here the, here, the thing was, too. He's an incredible movie. actor. He's, he's an incredible actor. He's better than this. thing is, too, is that when I watched the trailer for it, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's not really my, like, it's not really my taste, but, you know, whatever. Go go get your money, Patrick. You know, do go do your thing. Then I saw that tagline and, oof, Earth, we have a problem. Like, who You're talking who about the movie the... where... Hmm? What are you saying? I'm gonna say the the trailers where they're like driving uh like a car through a like a fucking it looks like a day after tomorrow type situation. Yeah. Yeah. They're like okay. Yeah, I literally said I mean it's perfect for a Kia sponsorship. Punch the Kia. That's what it looked like. Golden. Yeah, it looked awesome. I'm like I'm like, wow, whatever Kia's doing, apparently you can survive like any disaster in it. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay, I gotta, I gotta, the... I gotta get this cleared up here real quick. Are you saying Kia like the car or IKEA yeah. like the the Swedish store? Kia the car. Kia the car. Okay. The, the trailer has like a car driving through, like literally, like there's potholes in the the city and just like cruising through. Like it's just watch watch the trailer on it. You like? I don't know if I'm gonna watch the trailer or the movie after the, hearing that slogan though. I just, I don't know if I can get no. do it. it I don't know who bad. punched up that slogan and was like. That's it. That is someone got to like, pay a lot of money to come up with that. 
Like who was just were were they sitting at home like I you know they're on a typewriter? I just imagine him like just hitting the button. Some of these, and then he brings it in and like, look at that. And they're like, oh my god, it's brilliant. See, all I can picture is just a guy next to a whiteboard that just has Houston. We have a problem. Just takes a red mark and just goes, huh? <laughs> and writes Earth and goes bingo. I mean, any way you slice it, somebody somebody botched it. But all right, um, we have anything more? We wanna but button up, Z boy, Mister Mister Ding. Nope, I ain't got nothing, man. We still got like thirty-four minutes left. That's not a countdown clock. I I loved it. Uh, yeah, shout out two bears, one cave. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you gotta take we, would, we would love to be a part of your racing team two bears racing we'll uh we'll get you guys coffee or we'll I think, push paper i think that part made that part really got me too when he was like and tom you'll be our driver and he's gonna be like the the in booth guy or whatever <laughs> yeah. god damn it the tires got no pressure and i i died he's running the tires that. too hot he's <laughs> just it was incredible so uh yeah we'd love to be part of your two bears racing team we'll be the five five bears racing team or we'll just push papers for you guys i will gladly be a water boy yeah let us know oh no you guys can be water boys if you want i'll be a beer boy for for bert oh my god i'll grab him a nice cold beer and i'll have a sip of my own and i'll have beers and coolers ready for him let's just talk about how cool it would be to sit around like a table with those with those boys and smoke some cigars and right pound a couple brewskis with them. I'd be having a lot of brewskis. All right. Well, get us on your racing team or just come on, come on our show. We'll, uh, we'll provide the cigars. Eight There's $8 They're... cigars <laughs> from smokes for less. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got a place to sell cigars real close to my apartment, so we can get it lickety split for you. Uh, hey, I mean, I, you are in the same city as Bert. Yeah. Oh my God, I almost I thought I saw him the other day, which is odd, which is funny. There was a guy that looked just like Bert Kreischer walking by the comedy store, and I like I did like a triple take, and then the closer he got, finally he got there. And that's not freaking Bert Kreischer. Like I was, I thought he was about to walk in. I was, I was starting to get like kind of clammy, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Also, one of those like, I, I have to go see this. I have to go yeah. see. <laughs> also, oh my god, I don't know if I can. <laughs> also, when we what? were sitting in and we were watching, I don't remember who was up at the moment, but they were like, "Oh, there's Tom Segura right in the center of the room or whatever and stuff," and we all like, you know, the whole like crowd like all just looked over because we all thought you know tom scuro was there but it was just a guy that looked exactly like him so in one night i almost saw bert kreischer thought found a lookalike for bert kreischer and then found the lookalike for tom segura you give it time i bet the more and more that you go out to places eventually you might you, you must see something have you seen a celebrity you, i was just about to ask that uh yeah grace I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember her name. It was somebody that Grace really likes. Oh, I was telling you about it, Z Boy. It was the the girlfriend in Hellboy. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't remember her name. 
I'll, uh, I got to look up her name now because we can't just. Yeah, because I remember I had to look it up too. We can't bring her up and then not. With Ron Perlman. Oh, Selma Blair. Yeah. Dude, Selma oh, Blair that's another that thing. Ron, Ron Perlman's in Don't Look Up. Oh, yeah. I saw and, him. I saw him like responding. Wow. He's... How cool does he look? Oh, he looks so cool. He's one of the astronauts. Oh my! And he's like a he's like a a true born American astronaut in the movie. That's so cool. It's it's uh, funny. He's only in there like a total of probably like thirty seconds, split in like three different scenes. But I love him. But yeah, no. Otherwise, I I think everything's bottled up. But no. <laughs> Whatever. I think. We're good. Uh, thanks for viewing, uh, watching, subscribing, liking. Listening. Uh, we appreciate it, and have a good night, everyone. See you. Bye-bye.